Hello and welcome to the Floplet Shop. I am your soda jerk, Ezra. And I'm your soda drinker, Megan. And uh, this is a show where we watch all things Archie. Yeah, and you know today we are going to dive into the iconic Archie classic, To Riverdale and Back Again. And uh, what year is this movie from, Megan? Oh, it's from 1990. Oh, good. So this is the live-action, made-for-TV Archie movie mm-hmm. <laughs> in which 15 years after graduating, the gang all returns to Riverdale for their high school reunion. <laughs> I legitimately, and it's about what you would think. I legitimately just found out that it was this 15-year gap from graduation. <laughs> I did not realize that. Wow. All yeah. right, that adds some context. I'm pretty sure it says that in the, like, intro part. Well, you could tell how uh, interested in this movie I was when it started. And we didn't just watch the movie alone this time, either. Uh, we got a guest. Yeah, we did. It's a special guest, too. I mean, I know... An awesome guest. We've had some pretty awesome, pretty special guests before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Top three guests, def- this one is. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um... And uh, we have none other than Dan McCoy himself. Of the Flophouse Dan McCoy? Yeah, the one and only Dan McCoy. Oh my god. Emmy-winning Daily Show writer Dan McCoy? That's the same Dan McCoy. If there's another Dan McCoy who's won an Emmy for writing on The Daily Show, I'd like to see him. But no. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. We got the only Dan McCoy? We got the best Dan McCoy. Ugh. This is so exciting, you guys. Yeah. So let's just jump right into it. Let's do it. Um, I'm a huge Flophouse fan. Same. And, um, oh, thank you. It's don't, great to have don't you Don't tell here. the others, but you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> they're really mean to you. Are I, you okay? Well, that's the thing. I think, they're, <laughs> I think they are being hoisted on their own petard, but because uh, by uh, being really mean to me, I become the relatable one. That. <laughs> well, the last episode you talked about like your sensitive listeners mm-hmm. that are worried about you, and I was like, "It's me. You're talking to me, Dan. I'm worried about you." And and, and Elliot, surpri- unsurprisingly, was like, "There's no such thing. No one's worried about our friendship." <laughs> Elliot, I'm giving you side eye over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Archie, I guess. Yeah. If I may share this before, I don't know if you guys also looked at the, like, seven things on IMDb's trivia. Um, oh, I didn't. But it was the pilot for a an TV show that never got picked up. So that's why it was kind of like... <laughs> was it really? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, loosely Weird. jointed plot that kind of all came together at a happy ending where the gang's back huh. together. Yeah, I mean, it was about half... I knew that this was a... um sort of a backdoor pilot, but it was halfway through seeing it that I remembered that that was the case. Mm. And suddenly the inclusion of these sort of uh, irritating child characters ma- <laughs> made a lot more sense because like, if you were just going to make an Archie movie to capitalize on uh, nostalgia for Archie, then like, I feel like right. you would focus on the main characters and then not introduce these two kids necessarily like they would be there, but they'd be right. more in the background. And I think this is like we need cute kids well, for a show. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird to me too that like that other kid just joined in. Mm-hmm. Like, but he I think there was one line <laughs> where they're like, "Is Moose's kid? He's with us now." Yeah. Oh, is that who? What? Okay, 
I had no I idea so. who he was. I wasn't paying that much attention at that point, I think. <laughs> I was kind of not into it until about the um the car scene where they <laughs> the brakes go out. Um and that's, <laughs> that's when really I, far <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> I was like, This is boring and dumb. Um but then that yeah. then that was when it really picked up and I got way invested. That was when I started taking my notes. <laughs> it was things that I just couldn't couldn't not remember and bring up, so so I um I have very specific memories of being at the video store in town mm-hmm. and wanting to rent this VHS as a child. I only um, heard legend of it from you after you had yeah. seen it in the video store. Uh-huh. I think I did see it at one point. I only remember the scene where we re- it's revealed that Ethel is hot, but we'll get to that. Um, what a scene. All right, so... <laughs> I'll just dive into the summary. Please. Um, so we open on a pan across Riverdale. You know, we see a scenic park. There's a covered bridge that I don't remember from any comic no, ever. They're pulling from. Um, I also looked at something and it said the set where the car goes out of control was the set from Dukes of Hazard, which in that <laughs> oh. case seems to me means the entire town, which I don't, I don't know the efficacy of that statement, but, uh. Yeah. So there we go. But yeah, covered bridge. So, uh, yeah. See the covered bridge. We zoom in on Pop Tate outside the chocolate shop, sweeping up, um, just waving to the camera (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) It's like a welcome to (laughs) intro video for the town. It was a weird intro. This brings up off the top. I mean, I guess maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Um, Pop is in town, obviously. Pop has deep uh, roots in the community. Betty seems to still be in town. Uh, Archie, I couldn't tell. Like, like, is he like nearby? Like, it seemed to me that he was still in town. The geography of a lot of this was unclear, and it was weird to me because everyone seemed to be reacting to one another as if they hadn't seen each other forever. <laughs> when at least half of them never left Riverdale, yeah. as far as I could tell. So here's my understanding because I I watched it once like fresh and then I watched it a second time to like take good notes on it uh-huh, uh-huh. and it seems to me like Veronica's a jet setter in Paris or uh-huh. whatever. Um, Betty is in a nearby town uh-huh. as a teacher. Midvale. Uh, Jughead's the trend, yeah. in the city, and Archie is still in town, but he's about to be like leave for the city to work at a law firm. That I don't yeah. think he's a partner at, but he's hoping to make partner. I think. Right. Well, there's a lot of geographical confusion in this uh, movie, not the least of <laughs> yes. which is in the title ri- to like to Riverdale and back <laughs> yeah. again. And I'm like, they, never they don't go back from Riverdale. If, if anything, yeah, they're stuck there forever now. It's like yeah. there's no two either. Like the, it's like yeah. Riverdale, and we we don't go anywhere. Like that should be the title <laughs> of this movie. Well, like all great movies, this one had multiple titles. It was released under because I remember it as Return to Riverdale. Ah, interesting. Mm. Ne- no, that, that makes either. a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, it is for everyone but Archie, I guess. I guess or Reggie. But it's also unclear where his fiance is from because she clearly is not from Riverdale. She's from the city. Yeah. Where did he meet and, so and is become engaged to her? Um, yeah. I don't know. That's that's the real question. Um, but yes, don't we don't we meet them soon? Yeah. So our next scene is Mr. Weatherby is uh, oh, helping right. to hang a banner, and by help I mean he's watching. <laughs> 
Uh, Miss Grundy yells at him. And then we cut straight to Veronica in her fancy suite in Paris. Right. Calling Mr. Weatherby. Right. <laughs> solely to ask weird. if Archie is coming to the reunion. <laughs> and he can just yeah, that give was, that information. That, yeah. Yeah, and then also then later when Jughead is uh you know giving <laughs> yeah. therapy to someone, Mr. Weatherby calls him personally to make sure he's coming. And I'm like, is it like uh, I mean not only does the the movie assume that you're obsessed with Archie, uh everyone in the movie itself is like obsessed with the same people. Yeah. Like, yeah. that they've always been obsessed with for years yeah. to the degree that, yeah, the principal's like, oh, we've got to have Jughead back. I know, like, better call Jughead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's got a list of their contact info. Also, he's <laughs> like, why, yes, Veronica, Archie is coming. <laughs> <laughs> can we just talk about Jughead's therapy style for a second, too? <laughs> oh, we'll get to that, okay, Ezra. Please. First, we have to see Betty as a teacher. Right. Um, sending off her students for summer break. She seems like kind of a sad sack at this point, too, because she's like, don't forget Miss Cooper. <laughs> um, Such like a- and Betty's the only one I recognize as an actor, because th- Betty's Lauren Holly, and I watched Picket Fences, and she was in Dumb and Dumber, so uh, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's Lauren Holly, but I don't, like, the others, I don't, like, some of them seem vaguely familiar, but there's no one else that I'm like, oh, okay, that's a name I, I would know. Same. Yeah, I looked up the actors, and, like, none of them I recognized from anything bigger than, I think, Dumb and Dumber. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Honestly. So her boyfriend same. comes to pick her up from class, um, <laughs> and they oh, talk yeah. about their plans to <laughs> attend the reunion. He's kind of a dick about Archie. About and she's like, he's not an old boyfriend. It's hard to explain. Yeah, that's fair, though. <laughs> and then we cut back to Veronica, who's wearing a very low-cut dress, and she does learn that Archie will be at the reunion and asks Smithers to book her on the first Concord to Riverdale. <laughs> Smithers here, <laughs> of course, very, he like, tells her, the sad butler character. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's this weird conversation they have where she's like, do you ever re- regret not marrying your first love or something? And he's like... No, no. She's like, don't you ever miss your first love? And he's like, no, ma'am, I married her. <laughs> She's yeah. like, we aren't all so lucky. Well, but uh, also, Veronica uh, gets her, you know, gets her father, the powerful Mr. Lodge and wealthy, to uh, have the Concord go directly to Riverdale. Yeah. Like, later on, like, She's- Archie sees it landing. I don't know <laughs> yeah. where. I don't know where this giant plane is landing in Riverdale, but... <laughs> It points to a lawn. much. Just <laughs> a landing punched- strip in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. I mean, but that points to a much him. wackier movie than the rest of the movie is. Like that is like a cartoony Archie kind of thing. I feel like, yeah. and the rest of the movie is like they're all having midlife crises. <laughs> you know, it's a weird, depressing version of Archie. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it canonically. The Lodges are... Mr. Lodge is the richest man in the world, according to Archie. That's been established. In the universe, yeah. Surprise, he doesn't have his own private concord. I will also say, when we get to my five notes, those will point out to you the comic book goofiness that this movie pulls. Okay. I I hope, at least. All right. All right, so the next scene is Archie. It took me so long to figure out what Archie's deal was with this house. Mm-hmm. So he's trying on a suit in his packed up house. Mm-hmm. 
His fiance Pam is there. Uh, they talk about their new life in the city and his new job. And then she's like, I sorted the items. Uh, we're throwing away all this stuff. And I'll see you Monday or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, but I want to keep all this stuff. And he follows mm-hmm. her out to the car. Um, and she's <laughs> like, that toaster started a fire. And he's like, a small one, though. It's a collector's and item. And then, <laughs> wait, she has the great line, uh, belts are utilitarian, suspenders are a statement. <laughs> because she wants to get rid of all of his belts. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, I feel like this uh, Archie's... Uh, unwillingness to give on up his uh, Letterman jacket from high school <laughs> is really like points to the poisonous uh, moral of of this movie. Oh, Never leave town. Yeah. yeah. So it's a weird exchange. It holds. Um, yeah. It holds true with the Archie character though, because in Riverdale he won't take off his letter jacket for sure. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um. Yeah, so he's like, are you sure you don't want to come to the reunion? And she's like, no, sounds boring. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then leaves. So, and then we have Archie with his chiropractor, Moose. And I guess that's Midge <laughs> with him. Scene. As his, like, assistant. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and they just talk about how nervous he must be to see Betty and Veronica while doing comical, I don't know, <laughs> back twisting on him. The way they talk about him, too, is completely <laughs> about him. Like, to while he's sitting there talking to them about his problem, but they're just, like, talking to each other, like, man, Archie doesn't know what he's gonna do. And it's just, like, the <laughs> yeah. weirdest thing, because I was like, wait, is that not Archie on the table? Is this a different <laughs> man? <Did> I, was <laughs> I confused about this? <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. And then they're talking about, like, marriage, aren't they? And how how men are scared to get married. They hate how men complain about being married. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Weird vibes from uh, Moose. Yeah, it was a weird scene. Um, (laughs) And then we get the Jughead reveal. Ezra, do you want to introduce Jughead? Well, it starts um, with, like, this bearded man in a chair, like, smiling while someone talks, I believe. Um, yes. and you then see the He's person laying on a couch yeah, talking, of course, classic therapist pose. And so mm-hmm. there's this kind of like milk toast looking guy laying on a couch. Um, he does look a little bit like Jughead if he started going bald and took off the hat, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like talking about his problems and how I, I can't remember exactly, but it's like how his, he can't connect with his son. Um, and other things like that. Uh, and then there's a call in from the office for Jughead Jones. And it turns out that Jughead is the therapist and the man with the beard is the patient. And Jughead just (laughs) talked at his problems at, to his patient. And the patient was just pleased, I guess, and got up and left. Yeah, because he's like, oh, did you want to talk about anything? And he's like, no, hearing about your life always makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> Amazing, and, man. and right away, this this Jughead gets off on the wrong foot with me, because... Oh, totally. Look, I'll be, I'll be honest, I am not the most knowledgeable uh, Archie person. I've, you know, read a, a few of the old comics. I know about the comics just because i'm a comics person in general and i watched like the first season of riverdale and that's kind of my archie but like jughead's my favorite same and i feel like there are three major components to jughead 
none of which are hit on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Number one, his his silly hat. <laughs> yeah. Number two, his insatiable uh, love of hamburgers. And number three, <laughs> his sort of devil may care attitude <laughs> toward the world. Yeah. And yeah. Like, but none of that is Jughead in this movie. Yeah. Made me very upset. The only time they reference the food is that weird flashback in the locker room where he's just <laughs> eating the whole time Whoa. in the locker room. He'll occasionally like pull a sandwich out of his pocket and just start That's eating. True. But the thing that incensed me the most about the change in Jughead's character was that they changed his like disinterest in women that he has in the comics mm-hmm. to a fear of women, which completely yeah. changes the character. And it makes him such a strange thing to behold when he's like yeah. just terrified of Big Ethel uh, in this di- very different way. She was pretty terrified of her before. Yeah, yeah but it is a, sort of a generalized phobia. In this. <laughs> exactly, and it's also like so depressing because it comes from his divorce. Like everyone in this movie is so sad. I know. Like none of them have gotten over high school. They're either divorced or in the process of like breaking up with their bad partners. Yeah, you know, I. It's not it's, great. There's a part. It's upsetting. Where uh, Jughead and Archie are talking, and Jughead sa- Archie says something about graduating high school, and Jughead's like, "I wish we'd never done that." And it's like, clearly, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone <laughs> can tell. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, a yeah. ju- intro to so Jughead. So he talks about. In his therapy Please, session, yeah. his um terrible fear of women stemming from his divorce, and also his relationship with his son. So he's got, and he talks all about how he's got custody of his son now, and he keeps saying like he's not a bad kid. I don't know, but he doesn't really go beyond that. He just says he's not a bad kid, exactly, and then complains That's about what you him. Say when your kid's bad. Mm-hmm. He seems like a pretty bad kid. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> seems not great. It's really perverted too. <laughs> The whore dog, te- like, tween. What is that, like, trope? He's, like... I feel like the whole... <laughs> he might be a tween, but he looks like he's, like, <laughs> nine or ten years old, though. So it's <laughs> yeah, I don't stranger. know how old he was supposed to be. <laughs> he's real into girls and wanting to watch Archie have sex. Looking at Betty's underwear. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're on the bus to Riverdale, and Jughead's trying to bond with him. Mm-hmm. And his son, Jordan, is not receptive to that. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Archie heads on down to the chocolate shop, where he has some banter with the teens that work there in their leather jackets. Which are supposed yeah. to be and punks, this is, I guess. Yeah. This is where I started to, like, before I was neutral on this Archie mm-hmm. in this movie, like, I was giving the, him a chance. I, here's the thing. I don't much like <laughs> the comics Archie sure. in the first place. because no, he's I've, terrible. He's... He's yeah. pretty bland, and for like sixty years, he's strung along these two women, <laughs> right? refusing to choose one, which I can't, I just can't get on board with. But um, <laughs> but here like is where I went from having no feelings about this movie Archie to actively disliking him because he comes in and is immediately like insulting <laughs> these teens yeah. about their their rock band like my day, like you have an advantage over us like we had to have drums and you could just knock on your head or whatever and i'm just like what Weirdly why are you a dick to these teens archie <laughs> yeah. what purpose is that sir <laughs> it's a very weird vibe and then pop is like oh look at you in your suit oh it's so exciting to see you mm-hmm. 
Um, and he has the line, what's good for the kids is good for pops. She's <laughs> just like such a non-character. <laughs> um, and this is when Archie Kindly also sees man. the Concord land. And he's like, wow, it's the Concord. And Pop is like, uh, no, no it's not. Yeah. I love that no one else like heard it or felt the building. Shake, <laughs> yeah. I know. Like how close was it? That it had that the shadow seemed huge. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty <laughs> like, loud in too. In the street. Yeah. Maybe it landed on that street right there. Who knows? Um, clips the building. But then Reggie comes in and he's a dick. Um, he tells Archie to come buy a car from him, because mm-hmm. I guess he has a car dealership, but also owns the gym next door. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that really confused the plot. And then, yeah, he's like, did I see you in a Beamer? And he's like, no, it was my fiance's. And he's like, oh, of course it was. <laughs> um, and then Pop makes Archie leave the chocolate shop so he can talk to Reggie, <laughs> and I guess closes it behind him. Yeah, that was Which weird. seems weird. Reggie also, I feel like, look... I'm not gonna you know, say I'm in 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 favor of shutting down the chocolate shop. That would be a mo- make me a monster. But I think Reggie is painted as a monster himself for uh, being a small business owner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I find that strange. Like that whole court trial, yeah, where they're like, "Well, what you want to do is like fine, but." I don't know. Archie gave a speech about feelings in your heart, and yeah, what was that line he used? Well, I like that. I like that the judge comes back the next day and he's like, "Well, that was a nice speech, but uh, that's not the yeah. way the law works." And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, th- I'm like, that was what I was saying yesterday, Judge. Like, <laughs> you could have done that yesterday. Day? I know. Yeah. Why did that take you a night to figure that out? Like, you knew that yesterday, and you said that yesterday, yeah. I think. Yeah, like, during the night, it's like, wait a minute, I'm a judge. The law is what I'm supposed to decide. I don't have to listen to that red-headed man. Yeah. I also want to point like, out, went too, home. that there seemed to be no customers at Pops apart from Archie and his friends. Which <laughs> you mean Archie and the girls he brings a bunch of times? I guess. So yeah, so like I, it, I mean, it's I'm an old-fashioned soda fountain <laughs> yeah. in 1990. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the time for it to to go. I don't want to be like, you know, a cold-hearted capitalist. But maybe mm-hmm. people aren't going to soda fountains anymore. Who knows? I kind Who knows? of just, clearly not in Riverdale. <laughs> I kind of just want it to get torn down because they want it up. Though is the thing. <laughs> Anyway. It's indestructible, <laughs> though, because when they blew up the building next to it, it was fine. We haven't even gotten to the bomb, though. <laughs> There's so mm. many things There's we so haven't much gotten before to. That. Um, so when Archie leaves, he tries to walk away, and this mysterious limo driver blocks him in the sidewalk, and they do that little fun sidestep thing right. back and mm-hmm. forth a few times. And then he's forced into the limo, and he's just like, okay, I'll get in this limo. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's Mr. Lodge who makes a lot of threats and tells him, stay away from Veronica. Yeah. And Archie gets really smarmy right now, and he's like, I'm engaged. <laughs> Veronica's just a friend. Um, <laughs> and he just gets out and leaves. Aww. And then he goes back to his house, and the door is open. This scene was so confusing to me. Mm, yes. So he enters the house. Um, he's looking around cautiously, and then Jughead's kid comes down the stairs. Yeah, for this whole scene, I thought we were in Jughead's house until I realized at the end of the movie when Jughead was getting on a bus, I'm like, oh, he came from somewhere else. He was just in Archie's home for some reason. 
Yeah, like, why were they there? So, this kid comes down the stairs, Archie tries to chase the kid down. Oh, I think he shot him with a squirt gun. He does first, yeah. He's like, hey, how'd you get in here? And then he shoots "Ah." him with the water. Um, and the way Archie reacted, I kind of thought they were like, they knew each other, and they were like, fucking around. Right. Mm -hmm. But then he's chasing this kid down, and he falls, and then he looks up, and it's Jughead standing there. Yeah, with some grocery bags. So I guess that Jughead was planning to stay with Archie just in and Archie's just house? came into his house when he wasn't there. Yeah. I don't it's know. Weird. There, I. There's also a moment here where like uh, Jughead's kid makes fun of the name Jughead, and Archie's <laughs> like better than Jughead Junior. And I'm he like, makes fun of the oh, name Archie. Okay, well now that now like you've moved on from being a jerk to teens <laughs> to like being a dick to this kid. Like what? Yeah. Is, Archie, come on. (laughs) Come on, man. You're an adult. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Jordan is like, call me that again and something bad will happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wild. And there's a really uncomfortable scene where Archie and Jughead are catching up in that awkward way. And they're like, oh, I meant to call more, but sorry. And then Jughead talks a lot about how sad and alone and empty he is. And Archie's just like, oh, no, you're fine. I'm sure it's fine. You look great, though. And that's, like, that whole scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that. And then we see Jordan putting Jello in Archie's bed. <laughs> the ultimate prank. <laughs> is that a prank people did? Just some like- Justin McElroy <laughs> shit right there. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, this kid takes an immediate dislike to Archie, which, you know, so did I, so, I mean, but, I, I, I mean, I guess the real, I mean, that's the only real arc over the movie, other than, like, uh, Archie, I guess, realizing he, he wants a simple life, which is that, like, this kid grows to like Archie, you yeah. know, like, that's the yeah, biggest change does, I see I mean, in, I guess. yeah, Oof. it's, um, yeah. It's a tenebrous plot, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then Jordan is trying to start that, use that toaster, <laughs> and it causes an explosion. Um, also, a fireball. I thought they were outside when that happened. I did too. <laughs> Jughead says, I'm sorry about the burn on the ceiling or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where they were when that happened. Yeah, But it burned Archie's tie in half, and instead of taking it off, he just wore the burnt tie, mm-hmm. and then Jughead made it into a bow tie while they were driving to, oh, Veronica's having a, a tea party for everyone yeah. at the Lodge Estate. Mm-hmm. So then we're at the Lodge Estate, and we see Betty and Veronica reunite. Um, we get some jokes about Betty's hair and clothes being less good than Veronica's. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> And then we get Jughead's weird paralyzed in fear thing where he won't get out of the car and he's just <laughs> yeah. sitting there, like staring like, straight ahead with his mouth open. His kid's like, I'm on fire, Dad. Dad, I'm dying. And he's just not doing yeah. anything. Well, and I think he says something about Big Ethel and then they make some joke about how unattractive she was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because he's afraid he's going to see her and. I don't know what is <laughs> supposed to happen then. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to sit on him, I think. I, afraid. Yeah. I don't know what this weird fury has. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. She'll just tear um, him to shreds, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's like, oh, it's like uh, 
the Baka and I hear Ripides, they just rip him apart at the end there. <laughs> Alright. It's so strange. Um, so they force him out of the car. Yeah. Oh, they do, that's right. And then, yeah, I, I think Archie, like, grabs him mm-hmm. and they just sort of pull him along. He's not that paralyzed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Archie sees the girls, and this is when we get this flashback to him as a teen with Jughead. <laughs> And they're in the locker room. Yeah. Jughead is constantly eating. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, you know, um, this is, I have not seen The Five Bloods, but I understand that the, in The Five Bloods, the flashbacks are <laughs> the same actors, the the older men uh, playing uh, themselves as young men. Uh, and uh, so this is in the same style. Mm-hmm. These are these mm-hmm. yeah. clearly pushing 40 actors uh, <laughs> just, you know, like, I don't know, with a wig in a locker room. <laughs> they don't even tr- give Jughead the hat here, either, which is the worst part. Yeah. My wife said it was like, um, what, Hot American Summer? But not on purpose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Archie's in the past dilemma he's having in the locker room is that, um, what girl is he gonna take to prom? And Jughead is just like, I don't know. And there's <laughs> Which is ridiculous, because how many times have the comics done this, that they could have pulled some wacky suggestion for that? Like, pretend to be two boys. I don't (laughs) know. Uh, Jughead is not helpful, though. Well, also, like, I mean, this goes back to my main problem with Archie, because he's like, oh, you know, like, Veronica will be mad, but, like, Betty will be heartbroken, all this stuff, like, this fucking... Sorry, I don't know if I can swear, but, like... No, you can. uh, This, like, wishy-washy waffling back and forth, and I'm like, Archie, you're not doing them any favors (laughs) with this. Either pick one, or don't take either of them, because you're awful and boring, like, I am baffled why they're fighting over you constantly. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, get, you know, be, do right by both of them. Reals, huh? Yeah. Be better, Archie. Yeah. Um, he never grows. He goes up to the girls and they both hug him. Well, Betty hugs him first mm. and Veronica's clearly jealous <laughs> and then does like a sexy hug for like a long time. And then Betty's boyfriend comes up and like wraps his arms <laughs> around her and he's like, hi, Betty. That was. I'm her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and then Jughead comes up to say hi, and then Jordan says waka waka about <laughs> how hot the girls are. <laughs> you know, with regards to Betty's boyfriend, now, I mean, normally, you know, in, in life, I would be very opposed to that sort of possessive behavior. Mm-hmm. I could almost understand it in this movie because I'm sure that for the past, like, 20 years, <laughs> Betty has talked about nothing other than Archie. That is probably yeah, true. No, that's <laughs> this guy's like, shut time. up. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even hot. Look at this guy. <laughs> so we see some random reunion scenes. And then Archie stops to chat with Betty. She starts talking about her life. So, okay, this really bothered hmm. me. Betty at this point is like, well, when being a writer didn't work out, I went to teach. And then later... When she shows Archie her writing, he's like, you wanted to be a writer? She just told you that, Archie. (laughs) Also, in the flashback scene, she told you the same thing. Exactly. He don't listen to her at all. That same thing bothered (laughs) Uh, me so much when he said that. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? (laughs) So. It's like her whole thing. He. Yeah. I know. In the comics, too. She's always doing. uh, So he doesn't listen to her at all. And then Veronica swoops in. Um, and we get some jokes about Jughead being a psychiatrist, 
Like, where he's oh, like, yeah, the... Reggie's talking to him, and he's like, you look great, $120, please. And he makes the same joke, like, five professional times. Professional opinion shit. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Love it when uh, people with PhDs <laughs> do that. Hilarious. Uh, so, Veronica's telling Archie about her jet set life, mm-hmm. and then he tells the girls how he's moving to the city with his fiance. And they're both crushed, and then Betty's boyfriend looks happy, which, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get get over it, everyone. I don't know. <laughs> or, just, you know, form a thruple if you need to. But <laughs> yeah, this is just, right? stop it. That's how this ends, right? Is it's it, got to. That's kind of like, how it ends. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, and then Mr. Weatherby announces that the Archies will be performing at the concert, and none of them knew about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, Surely these people have not played music together for God knows how and long. And they're just so fine with it. Yeah. They're kind of like, what? I didn't... Oh, well, okay. Wait, he, he's announced it he already. He already said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the principal. What can we do to defy him? <laughs> Um, yeah. We have to go to the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing they all came to this reunion. That's really <laughs> yeah. why Mr. Weatherby was calling them all. That's probably He was exactly, like, I'm going to yeah. make sure their band plays. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for music. <laughs> oh my God. Wouldn't it be great if this like whole thing, the movie ended with, like, it turned out there was no reunion. Mr. Weatherby was calling them all. He had engineered this because he's like, look, I've seen you all ruin your lives. (laughs) Being obsessed with, like, not being able to get past high school. Oh, my God. Mr. Weatherby did it all Like, this whole psychodrama. Oh, my God. (laughs) Amazing. It's like the game. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been, if Uh, the series had got picked up, that would have been the overarching (laughs) plot line. Yes. That's what, like, Mm -hmm. it's like what you find out behind, behind. You find out yeah. what's behind the hatch at you like in Lost. You know that's the yes, re- big indeed. reveal is that mm-hmm. Mr. Weatherby orchestrated the whole reunion, <laughs> and they have to deal with those aftershots. <laughs> but they've all found love in each other, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jordan and Moose's kid. Do we know Moose's kid's name? I don't. Moose's kid. Is it Max? Not sure. Yeah. Let's say Max. Um. They bond over doing mean things to Archie. Archie talks to Bob, who is uh, talking about how hot Veronica is. Oh, yeah. And how he met Betty at a museum. Or no, he says... Um, hot little number I picked up. He tells up. a story about a hot little number he picked up at yeah, a museum. Yeah, gross stuff. And then there's a weird <laughs> conversation about marriage. Um, I will say, to Archie's credit in that scene... When uh, Bob is like, this hot little number I picked up, he's like, Archie is, like, grossed out by that. That is the only credit I'll give him. He's surprisingly (laughs) uh, gallant about some stuff, I guess. It's only because it's Betty, though. He was talking about, like, he's probably just worried for- Ethel that way. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, Yeah. And then there's a weird scene where Mr. Weatherby thinks that Jordan is Archie's kid. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, I didn't even know you were married. And he's like, I'm not. And he's like, shame, Archie, shame. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. Very, yeah. Um, definitely pro uh, marriage there, Mr. Weatherby. So uh, when he's leaving, uh, Veronica comes up to Archie and offers to fix his burnt tie. 
which is weird <laughs> because she is not the sewing person. Yeah, that's Betty. Um, and why did he wear the stupid bow tie? Yeah, uh, it was real. Yeah. Bad. He looks so awful. Dumb. He looks awful. He's got the bow tie and suspenders together. <laughs> Yeah. Unless you're literally a clown, <laughs> do not put those two things on at the same time. I'm not yeah. going to take a firm anti-stance on either of them. They both can look good, but not together, guys. And when you're making your bow tie out of a burnt half tie, <laughs> yeah. it's not a great look. <laughs> There's a reason people don't do that. Yeah. Um, so she's like, I'll fix this for you tonight. It's a date. And then she runs away. Also, the idea um, that that's her, like, plan to get over there. She could just be like, can I come over for drinks? But no, she's like, I'll fix this tie. Like, how are you going to fix that, man? What are you going to do to that well, to like, fix it? Why didn't she just, I don't know, make solid pl- This is just a movie thing that bothers me when people are like, see you then. And they don't talk about, like, oh, when no. or how or what time. I know, so um, when she does come over earlier, what happens then <laughs> happens. Yeah. <laughs> so then we see, we like pan up to the mansion and Mr. Lodge is staring through a window. I thought when when Archie <laughs> was looking at him from the ground and you see Mr. Lodge through the window, I thought it was like an old, old woman. Because <laughs> 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 I don't know the way that he looked through the glass, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so he sees that, and he's just like, strike one. Uh, it's super ominous. <laughs> and then, in a convoluted plan to get Betty alone, Jughead offers to take Bob on a tour of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Um, which I totally missed the first time. I just saw Archie and Betty walking, and then she was like, that's a dirty trick. And he's like, how else could I get you away from Bob? And she was like... I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Like weird vibes, Archie. I barely <laughs> caught it the first time, man. It's like no, I sentence. didn't catch it either. No, it's very weird. I also was like, oh, they're just walking together. And then I'm like, oh, I guess Jughead was playing this <laughs> weird wingman trick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was that conversation, too, where Jughead was like, hey, Bob, can I take you on a tour of Riverdale? Like, Leave your fiancé here. She yeah. doesn't want to come. Doesn't seem like a scheme that would work. <laughs> but, like, who cares? The only reason I would want a tour of my, like, partner's hometown was with them. Mm-hmm. So they could be like, here's my childhood home and my hangout spot. My guess... Not with her weird friend. My guess is that Bob got in the car to wait for Betty, and then Jughead just sped <laughs> off. <laughs> Jughead just drove away. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he, Archie, and Betty are walking along, and he asks a bunch of pointed questions about their relationship, and tries to tell her that Bob is no mm-hmm. good. And then she's like, "He's just like you. Does that make you mad?" Um. And then they go to Pops, and this is the scene where she's like, here's my latest story I wrote. And he's like, you want to be a writer? <laughs> Had no idea. Wait, is this where uh, he, like, reads the first two lines <laughs> of yeah. what she wrote and then, like, immediately, like, makes a face and says something like, "It's like, this is so sweet. Or s- Yeah. It's like, what? Uh, you... <laughs> like, <laughs> we... <laughs> you didn't As someone it. who works on a comedy writing show... Like, on the Flophouse, we've made fun of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip many times, <laughs> and the fact that the like the the head writer would, like, grab someone else's script, glance at it for a second, and say, this is funny stuff. But this is, like, <laughs> that 
you know, times 12 where he reads yeah. two lines out loud and then dismisses her as a writer immediately. It's awful. Yeah, it's really and she's right. like, oh, and yeah, the publishers also think I'm too sweet. I'm like, what are you sending to publishers? These, these, like this notebook, <laughs> like this, that you've scrawled a few things. Like what? You don't seem to have finished a novel. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like handwritten. Yeah. Cause pencil. I think the lines mm-hmm. he reads. It's something like it was a sunny morning and the day of the Easter hunt, or yeah. like the egg scramble. Yeah. Um, we don't so know then, where that goes. It could, you know, <laughs> yeah, could be a bacchanalia afterwards. A murder mystery. Yeah. What if it goes to some like um, Eldritch Horror shit? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could go anywhere. Yeah. Um, then Pop brings Only out a photo a of them together. For not judging a book before you've actually read it. <laughs> yeah that would be helpful wouldn't it (laughs) um pop brings out a photo of them together in high school and then they talk about this time photo it's just them (laughs) from like 15 minutes before (laughs) no her hair is different <laughs> that made that that did get they me. They pointedly had the girls have different hair in Aren't those high like school scenes. Or, no, oh, it's long. That's right. Yeah, it's like styled <laughs> differently. I'm sure they just blew it out. Oh, she's for the like a forty-year-old man now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, he brings out this photo, and then they they weirdly reminisce about this scene where, or this time in high school, they got caught in a storm, and they're. Everyone thought they had sex, and Betty's like, but we didn't, and Archie's like, we did, though. And then there's, like, a weird... Weird pause. <laughs> she's like, what? I would... Huh? Ooh. And then Archie makes, like, a sly grin, like, and... Gotcha. I guess he was joking that they yeah. actually did, and... I lied to you about having sex with you. <laughs> 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 it was such a weird... Scene, like what? <laughs> like, that's not a classic make, prank, man. Even with your best friend, like no. <laughs> also, what is this storm that they keep? Referencing? <laughs> 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 they brought it's, up the night of the storm so many times. Like, what were they doing? Where were they? Were they just on yeah, the how beach? Bad? <laughs> like unless In it was storm. like. Uh, a tornado or right. something. How bad was the storm that they needed to take refu- refuge all night? And, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Well, they talk about it like like some normal thing. Like, oh, you know, when you're out and there's a big storm and then you hook up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> that everyone in the town just assumed this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they all knew that Betty and Archie got lost in the storm. Yeah. <laughs> So they hold hands for a minute, and then they get up to leave, and this is when Pop tells them that Reggie is evicting him so he can expand the gym. Yeah, they loudly hear him say on the phone, Reggie, no, you can't do this! (laughs) As you do. Um, And so then Archie goes to talk to Mm -hmm. Reggie about it, and Reggie has the line, "Um, it's legal as an 18-year-old. Yeah. Was like, whoa, dude. I did remember that. Setting him yeah. up as a cad. Real scumbag type. Um, and Archie tries to appeal to his sense of nostalgia. And Reggie is like, you're not going to get anywhere being nice. You should be a dick like me. And he's like holding up a standee of himself <laughs> that's like pointing to his head. Yeah. Very good. I also um, love when characters in like movies or TV or whatever... 
seem to know that they're just evil, you know, <laughs> and like advocate for evil yeah. as a worldview. <laughs> like not it. just being like, yeah, just like, hey, man, stop looking out for your other people. <laughs> this Reggie just had such evil. like Ben Stiller and dodgeball energy. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. So he then out- does offer to write Papa check for moving expenses, which seemed generous That's what to me. I thought. Yeah. And Archie leaves, and he call. Then Reggie calls Mister Lodge, who I guess is behind the move, and he's like, "Oh, I had to offer some money, so you'll have to pay for that." Archie uh, does like um, throw it back in his face and say it's worthless, though. <laughs> which, like, maybe ask Pop if he's I interested. Know. Um, clearly nobody goes to his current location, so maybe he could, like, upgrade to a high-traffic like area. A mall or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Mr. Lodge is like, what? Who's putting pressure on you? And he's like, Archie. <laughs> to which he says, strike two. Um, oh no. See. Okay, so next we see Jughead, um, is at they're at Archie's house, and Jordan and Moose's kid are there. Mm-hmm. I guess he's spending the night with them. Um, and Jughead is dancing to Sugar Sugar, oh. I guess to entertain the children. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> so, this... Okay, so, is this the Archie's version of Sugar Sugar? The actual Archie's yeah, version that I we're hearing so. at this point? Okay, because the, the there's a Wilson Pickett version over the... Yeah, that's the intro. Which is the only credited uh, songs <laughs> on this, although... Later on, when they go to the the actual reunion, mm-hmm. uh, the music's playing. I heard in the background there's there was like a replacement song. I think there was a, a <laughs> DB's song. Like it was like very hip music for an Archie's movie. I was yeah. really surprised, and but also like huh. in the opening credits, I saw that Mark Snow did the score for this. Who did the music for the X Files and a lot of other. Wow. Stuff later on in his career, and so I'm like, wow. well, at least whoever was in charge of the music for this was on the ball, like other than yeah. the rap that we'll yeah. get to. But uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, that was kind of weird. Anyway, so yeah, we get Jughead's cool dancing, um, and his kid is horrified by this, as he would be. Uh, and then Archie starts to tell Jughead about how attracted he is to Betty now. <laughs> And Jughead just goes off on, like, therapist talk yeah. that I'm pretty sure was just, like, made up, like, mm-hmm. not made up words, but words used in a way that doesn't make right. sense. Um, and he's like, it's just because she's so different, or is it she's so different or not different enough? I don't remember. I think she's more different than in high school, so he's more attracted to her mm. than Veronica. I don't know. But he does say something, like, he does say something smart before completely reversing himself. Like, for a moment, he's like, hey, it's all in the past. Leave the past in the past. We have all moved on. And then at the end of it, he's like, psych, no, Riverdale forever. Like, it was very, like, I was like, oh, someone's speaking sense in this movie finally and saying that you don't have to end your life arrested (laughs) in your high school years. And then, like, he's like, "Uh, you know what? Mm." That goes against the premise of this movie, so forget about it. Yeah. Well, because I think he, like, doesn't Archie call him out and he's like, you're contradicting yourself. And he's like, I'm a psychologist. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, guys. <laughs> very, very bad depiction that. of psychologists and psychiatrists <laughs> in this movie. 
Yeah. I mean, that's not, yeah, that's not a stereotype I associate with them. <laughs> right. Like, if no, we're, like, like looking for negative stereotypes, you know. I'm always, know, always anyway. angry when, at my therapist. I'm like, you're always contradicting yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what therapists do. <laughs> that's all we do. Um, yeah, so he then talks about how he doesn't get anywhere being a nice guy, and he's just going to do what's right for him and get out of this town. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He is uh, on the phone with Pam, telling her about his day, and then he gets into bed and puts his feet in the (laughs) jello that Jordan left there. I also, because of the way they set up the introduction of the, was it Max character? Um, I thought they were going to do way more pranks to Archie, but no. Like, Jordan (laughs) does this one jello prank way in the morning before the party, (laughs) and then they just go to bed at, like, 7 (laughs) p.m. Well, they were so embarrassed by Jughead's dancing. I really wanted some, like, Dennis the Menace-style hijinks going on, but no. That's See, if this pilot got picked up, it would have been constant hijinks. Um... So outside we see Veronica showing up. The boys watch as she walks into the house. She just walks into the house, this dark house, like takes her jacket off and goes upstairs. Um, no, I'm sorry. She walks into Archie's room and then yeah. takes her jacket off. So he's on the phone with his fiance and he's like, oh, <laughs> I gotta go and hangs up on her. <laughs> um, so she, cro- oh, and also the bed is made now. And he's like cleans the jello up. What? Oh, when yeah. did he do that? Um, I guess all while on this landline, he was able to change <laughs> well, his we sheets. We find out what he does with the jello later. So presumably, yes. he did that then. I guess so. So Veronica crawls across the bed towards him. He tries to escape. Meanwhile, a ladder <laughs> is placed against the window. I thought this was going to be Betty, but no. <laughs> I did too. Um. So he's like, no, I have a, I have a fiance. We can't do this. And Veronica's like, going for it. Um, but she has a lot. She's like, oh, I've had thirteen fiancés. <laughs> and then Archie sees over her shoulder in the window. Jordan appears, whispering <laughs> "waka waka" again. <laughs> She's clearly his catchphrase. And why Archie oh. can hear Jordan, but Veronica can't. <laughs> Is such a yeah, mystery to me. Because <laughs> then Archie, um, yeah. And then Archie, he like runs to the window and just pushes the ladder. This like, is like a fucking. Killing this kid, I guess. Right. What's the. <laughs> what was Jamie his goal? Lannister. Oh, That's like a Jamie Lannister in the Tower of Winterhold <laughs> move right there. You know, I. <laughs> There was one section where I went to the kitchen. I don't. I'd like to get a drink or like do some step in cooking dinner, mm. where I missed like two or three minutes. Uh, uh, firmly in the um, belief that I would be able to pick up the complex plot of the movie, <laughs> but I think that it was this scene that I missed, and I'm very sorry that I missed it. Now that I'm hearing it described, pretty great. Mm. Um, but don't worry because Moose's kid was holding the bottom of the ladder. Which Archie had no way of knowing. It's a very tall um, ladder, too. It's very hard to hold that. It's a very tall ladder. Like, I'm imagining this ladder just going straight over and crushing the kid as he as yeah. terrible. That's what I thought would happen. So, there's some struggles as he tries to keep the ladder upright. Eventually, it lands on a tree. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Veronica tells Archie she's in love with him and always has mm-hmm. been. 
Mm -hmm. Archie says he's flattered but engaged, and she's unhappy, and then she storms out, uh, but he stops her at the door, and he's like, I want to keep what we have, and I want our our shared like past to be special. I don't want to just be another conquest. Right. Um, I actually kind of and liked then she's like monologue here. I thought he handled it surprisingly it well. Um, she's like, do you really consider me special? And he's like, of course I do. And then she's like, I know I come on strong. It's my handicap. Guess it's a good one. And then she leaves seemingly happy. Yeah. Uh, outside, though, Mr. Lodge is watching uh, mm. from his limo, and we get a strike three. <laughs> um, and then he tells his driver to make sure that Archie never sees Veronica again. Yeah, and so, okay, I mean, to to spoil the uh later things mm-hmm. in the movie uh i not fully but the 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 driver uh does some things that could well kill archie and at the end of the movie it becomes clear that this was a like miscommunication yeah. between yeah. mr lodge and this driver but through much of the movie i'm like wow this is a really dark depiction of mr lodge like he's literally trying to murder archie yeah. It was literally like at the end. It was like that Mitchell and Webb look, where skit where yeah. they mm-hmm. have the uh, guy who just needs clarification ultimately from all of the villains because <laughs> they never give enough clarification. It's just like finish yeah. the job. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> 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 yeah, clearly he should have asked for clarification. Um, I guess where it pops the next day. And he is unhappy with the offer of moving expenses. And then Archie offers to be his lawyer and find a way to keep him with his shop. Betty and Veronica are playing what, tennis now, just, and the boys... Yes. I just can't forget the line where, where Pop says, This is why you do it. You take care of them, and then when you get oh, old, yeah. they take care of you. And just how upset by that Archie looked. He looked, like, really disturbed <laughs> and, like, kind of, like, uncomfortable with the whole situation. It's just, like, more Archie being a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But he is doing that, though. Yeah, he is. Like, I don't know why he's so uncomfortable with he's the fact that's he's like, doing I'll it. do anything to keep this shop. Yeah. yeah, so now we cut to Betty and Veronica playing tennis. And, of course, Betty has, like, the classic tennis outfit and Veronica's got, like, a sexy version. <laughs> Um, and the boys are doing some, like, fun hijinks to look up their skirts as they bend over. Um, it's a very surprising thing to see in an Archie movie, (laughs) to see this, this young child ogling (laughs) Betty's underwear. (laughs) I did not think that's that, that's what they were doing when she was, like, rolling the ball, but yeah. And then she, like, she bends over to pick up this ball and then stands up and then she just knowingly turns around like, oh, you kids. Yeah, she, yeah. It was, the uh, kid doesn't even indulgent. try and hide it, too. He's, like, still kneeling. Yeah, he's just crouching he's like, there like, what can I say? I'm gonna look up there. Waka waka. <laughs> well, and also, the camera, I mean, like, this is a full, I mean, like, let's let's be clear. These are not, like, these are, like, uh, you know, TV movie in in 1990. <laughs> Uh, panties right. like it's not like there's anything like ultra yeah. dirty about it's the panties but at the same time the camera is like straight on <laughs> as she fully bends over from the waist like it's, perpendicular to the ground like, like yes. the kid's point it's, of yeah. view is the camera exactly. you're like yes. oogling betty with him and it's like i don't want to do yeah. this <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> they wanted us <turn>. all <laughs> we're all complicit yeah. now yeah 
Oh, Veronica tells Betty she went to see Archie last night, and then they have a flashback to high school. Can I? Where the girls are at. I yes. just needed to make mention of the way that they cut to flashbacks in this fucking movie. Because it's just like they freeze frame. It's like, in this one, I think it's like a whistle blows, and then it just freezes on Betty, like mid swing, and then it just fades into the flashback. <laughs> it's so, so jarring. I was like, yeah. whoa, what's happening? Why did it freeze every time? And the f- oh no, is my TV yeah. messed up? And the, f- the flashbacks are just like, like a little gauzy, like with a little like extra light bleed. Like they're not they're not going full flashback. It's enough to see like that. You know, my girlfriend was just idly watching it, and she's like, "What's wrong yeah. with the camera?" Right? I'm like, "Oh, it's a flashback." <laughs> Don't worry. Flashback. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So both girls are at cheerleading practice, wondering who Archie will ask to prom. They agree not to be mad at each other, no matter who he asks. And then um, Archie shows up in the flashback, and Veronica's like, Oh, Archie! And she runs up to him, and Betty looks kind of sad. Uh, And then the flashback ends with Veronica saying, She's not going to make any more moves on Archie. Betty, you're free to go for it. Then Betty's like, I love Bob. I'm not going to go for it. And then she hits her tennis ball and causes a car accident. <laughs> um, I off forgot camera. that part, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just some, like, she, like, hits it really hard and it, like, they look at it as it leaves. And then there's some screeching tires and car honking. Sure. So I'm not really sure how she caused that accident. Oh, tennis ball! She just oh! hit the tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> crashes oh God, through oh windshield. Keep driving, keep driving. I think not we again. Had. Not again. <laughs> I can't do this again. Um, and then we cut to Archie talking to the judge, <laughs> asking him to open court on a Saturday. The judge says, I can't do that because duh, Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Archie says, I'll make you. And then he breaks the birdhouse that the judge was working on. <laughs> um, just because Archie breaks stuff, yeah, I guess. No. They uh-huh. had to get the clumsiness in there. So then we're in the library. Uh, Betty comes up to Archie. Mm-hmm. She's like, what were you doing with Veronica? And he says nothing happened and just walks mm-hmm. away. Um, and then she follows him and He's like, what? All she did was break in and take her clothes off. It's fine. <laughs> the <laughs> worst like, way to explain fuck? it ever. <laughs> I know. Um, so he says that they didn't do anything. And then Betty's like, I just want you to be thinking of your fiance. No, I'm jealous. Mm. And then we have another flashback, right? Oh, God. Yeah, that's yes. right. Um, so this flashback, Archie is on his porch Betty comes up and asks who he's taking to prom. He's like, I didn't want anyone to be mad at me, so I'm not taking anyone. And then she's like, I'm not waiting around for you anymore. I'm going to leave Riverdale after graduation to be a writer, Archie. Yeah. This is the first time 15 years ago she told you she wanted to be a writer. And it's like, yeah, good. Get out, Betty. (laughs) Get away from this poisonous relationship. (laughs) And then he's like, I don't want you to go. Um, and she's like, I'm sure you'll learn how to make up your mind one day. I just can't wait that long. <laughs> like, that's a totally um, valid thing to say, too. Like, she yeah. was happy yeah. at one point. Reasonable. She couldn't get this redheaded boy um, off her mind, though. You know? It's that red hair. 
in the library. They have a very charged moment where they almost make out. There's, like, people right there, and they're, like, inches from each other's face. Yeah. Um, and apparently since they talked about the night of the storm, they both felt weird about it. Uh. Um, and then Betty runs away, and Archie realizes the book in front of his face is the one he was looking for. Oh, Um, (laughs) yeah, helpful. (laughs) He's, like, sadly leaning up against the bookshelf, and then he's like, mmm, and then he looks up and he's like, (gasps) and he, like, takes it and starts looking through it. (laughs) Um, outside he's joined by Jughead, Jordan, and Max, who just came out of nowhere, and they all get in a car. (laughs) Mr. Lodge's driver is in the foreground, like, I think conspicuously reading a newspaper or something. Um, and so they start to drive away. The car instantly becomes uncontrollable. Well, the gear shift breaks <laughs> off after he like tries to downshift yeah. into like I don't know first or whatever, and then it just pops off and then it revs up and goes crazy. Yeah, there's a very long scene of Archie driving around, unable to control his car at all and destroying many things. Yeah, and all. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure what the sabotage is here, because if it was like, I mean, like, like but control? if it was like a cut brake line, I would get it. But yeah, he like, yeah. like, him, like yanking off shit. the the stick like, shift, and then like the car, like Christine style, seems to have a mind of its own. Like I don't. It makes no sense. Like he's driving on sidewalks and like through fairs. <laughs> yeah. There's like a street There's fair. A, yeah, they're fruit carts. This is where because you always gotta. This is where my first note comes in. Um, and it's when he's driving through this food fair, and yeah, he's going through like fruit carts and like vegetable carts, and he goes past like a cart full of eggs, and then they do a shot. Car's not even in the shot. It's just a shot of a guy like flying through the air and landing on a table of open cartons of eggs. And that was, like, <laughs> the first note. I was like, this is when the movie picked up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand. Like, I missed the part where we had the, the shot of the, the driver. So I, like, just came <laughs> back into the room and this was all going on. Very much changing water. The and I'm like, what is going on like, <laughs> yeah. i'm like why is this happening like and i could get no answer and so i had to and rewind to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just an absurd amount of destruction which of course ends with him crashing through reggie's gym <laughs> um and the class inside is just sort of like oh okay yeah. they're not that upset by it cut to the police station where the judge shows up and he's like, I'm here to set your bail, Archie. I guess I'll also open court for you like you wanted, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. He's like, so, I don't want this fight out on the streets. And it's like, that's convenient that it worked out that way. Yeah. I know. Like, in a, <laughs> if this was Better Call Saul, like, <laughs> Saul would have engineered this uh, yeah. joy ride yeah. to get the, <laughs> the judge there. Exactly. But. I guess his reasoning is like, well, I'm already here on my weekend. I guess, so. I guess I'll just have court. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so <laughs> then we're in the courthouse much. and everybody's mm. there. And I guess nobody pressed charges against Archie. I don't know. I mean, he's beloved in Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Seemingly. Yeah. Um, Reggie gives the paperwork to the judge about the eviction. And then it's revealed that 
Mr. Lodge is behind it? Um, Veronica leaves the room in shock. Mm-hmm. Archie reads out some case details, and the judge is like, that's not relevant at all. You can't <laughs> do that. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that, finding that book really helped. <laughs> I know. I just immediately <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Well, there was this whole reveal where he was like, and that house is the, it was, like, the, it was like some school building. The yeah, field house at like, like Riverdale football like- high field or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It was not, a, it yeah, was not like, that much of a reveal. Moose no. in like, meant nothing. Moose in like the audience of the trial or whatever stands up and oh, says, yeah. gotcha, snake, to Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Moose is so into this. So aggressive. Moose, who's never at the chocolate shop. Yeah. Um. So then Archie makes a long speech about how the chocolate shop is a part of our lives. Uh, and then the gang all starts yelling at each other. And the judge says they're acting like children. <laughs> yeah. And then Archie has the line, If Reggie evicts Pop, he might as well throw our souls away while Love he's that. at it. <laughs> Which is just really intense. <laughs> exactly. And then Archie makes a second speech and just begs the judge not to let Reggie evict Pop, and the judge says he has to think about it until tomorrow morning. <laughs> I don't sure. know why. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Well, maybe it was just because he didn't want to be in court <laughs> yeah. that day in the first place. Like, get this yeah. over with. I'll make sure that I'm in court two days on, you know, Sunday <laughs> now, too. Um. So then outside, Betty and Bob are talking mm-hmm. about it. And Bob is not being compassionate, which upsets Betty. And she tells him not to disregard what she thinks is important. And doesn't he have some line that's like, after this is all over, you'll be left with me. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that a threat? It really I don't... shows his true colors in this scene, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then we see Veronica yelling at her dad not to evict Pop. And he's like, if I did anything... If I made business decisions based on your whims, I would have lost all my money. And then she screams in rage um, and storms yeah. out. And then Archie pulls up and he's like, I'll talk to him. And she's like, no, get me out of here. <laughs> and then um, they drive away and Mr. Lodge watches and he's like, I thought you took care of this to the right. driver. Uh, he tells him to take care of it again. <laughs> take two. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's strike four now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we're in the park that we saw in the beginning, I think. Archie has parked his car in the middle of the park on the grass, um, and they walk around. Veronica is in very high heels, too, walking through this park, which I was impressed by. Um, and she talks about how she kept getting married because she liked the start of the relationship. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's some poor little rich girl talk where yeah. Archie's like, your money never helped you. And there's another flashback. <laughs> this time, oh Archie runs to Veronica's house. And um, right. <laughs> we know it's a flashback because he's running and like an energetic teen would. Right, right. Um, so he asked her to prom since Betty isn't around anymore. And she's like, the morning before, no, I'm good. <laughs> And then he's like, why are you packing? And she's like, I'm going to Paris after graduation. Yeah. So I guess this is what we learned. Yeah. It was a pretty refreshing scene, after. honestly. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what you get, Archie. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 uh, uh, there's so Walk much backsliding from happens. good decisions in this movie. It's like, wow, exactly. look at all these women being independent and leaving <laughs> this guy who just jerks them around all the time. Oh, yeah. no. It's, this movie's all about people showing their true colors, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we cut to this weird junkyard, which I guess <laughs> is a junkyard, best. but it's lit and, like, set up in such a strange way. It looks like, I don't know, a <laughs> store or something. Like I a thought hangout. that it was, yeah, I thought it was like a night market thing. Or yeah. maybe, like, behind a drive-in theater or something like that. But not a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> it did kind of look like a drive-in. Um, Jughead's trying to explain the magic of the junkyard to his son, <laughs> who doesn't care and wanders off. The things the younger generation will never understand. <laughs> Archie and Jughead talk about girls. Jughead suggests throwing all three girls in a pit of mud and letting them fight it out, oof, which is cool. Uh, oof, um, oof, oof. Archie is torn. Jughead talks again about being afraid of girls, and then they look at some old garbage, and Archie finds yeah. a cool bottle he wants to keep. <laughs> they don't make these <laughs> Yeah, doesn't he, like, say, it's like, I'm gonna keep this. Yeah. Like, Hang on to No this. one cares, Archie. You don't need to announce it. Like, He's you're like, at the junkyard. He finds, like, the old football night. helmet and just puts it on. It's like, <laughs> yeah. in the junkyard, man. You got like six yeah, well, that's scalp the other diseases. thing. They seemingly find the corner of the junkyard that has like all the old like stuff from high school yeah. when they went to high school. Yeah, like what? What? Here's a yearbook. <laughs> it's just how the junkyard is organized. Like this is high school fifteen years ago, and then yeah, uh, they've got a chronology uh, you can chart out through the junkyard. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, God. So then we cut to Archie's house in the morning, and apparently he sold this house, and the family he sold it to is moving in right now. This fucking scene so annoyed like, me so much. On his balcony, shirtless, like, what are you doing? And they're <laughs> like, we're moving in. We told you this. <sighs> yeah, these, this is this is one of the <laughs> one of the many things in this movie that seems to have just been stuck in because they're like, it's got to be ninety minutes, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it doesn't like, affect why is anything. This? Like, I don't think it changes any part of the plot. Like, no. I don't remember any shots of him sleeping after this, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, my like, wife pointed out um, he has to stay at a hotel, so I guess Jughead and. Jordan aren't there anymore, so he can like Ugh. have all the girls coming oh, over. Right? Yeah, that's there's right. so many easier ways of doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, like we're going to stay somewhere else. I a don't. house has more yeah. rooms than a hotel, man. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the movers are taking everything out of his house and putting it in storage. <laughs> Which I can't imagine, like, moving into your new house, and then you're like, oh god, the guy's still living here. I'll get the <laughs> movers in, put that shit in storage. Super generous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now he's gotta find a hotel. Next we see everyone at the reunion, um, and Jughead is talking to Jordan again about how ugly Big Ethel is. <laughs> and then they see some young girls. Mm-hmm. And Jughead's like, oh, go talk to them. And Jordan doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. And then Jughead's like, you're like me. I know. I'll dance to impress them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the rap scene. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. 
Oh, the if you want, if you, <laughs> this, this is my second. This movie note. is a a valuable <laughs> time capsule in uh, what uh, many white people thought rap was <laughs> yeah, in man. 1990. And the it's fact so too bad. that it's like a remix of Sugar Sugar is yes. like the most heinous part to me in a way. <laughs> yeah. But like it's just this was my second note by the way. Um <laughs> the full text was the rap the way they're talking oh god. Um, yeah. Because at the end after they finished the rap it, May I take the reins yeah, for a second? Please. Yeah. So they finish the rap and everyone applauds, <laughs> <laughs> including the little girl and the crowd of onlookers that gathered. Um, and in the rap, uh, Jordan like got into it and they both started rapping, I guess. And at the mm-hmm. end, they just start talking like, I don't know, like what they think rappers and gangsters sound like. And it's yeah. the most yeah. horrendous. Oh, it's very relevant now, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, like- I mean, this scene, in so much as anything is famous from this movie, this is the scene that I think people on the internet may have seen, because I know that I saw this before seeing the full movie. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, it's available you know, on its own. I play it if to you, torture you my wife, in. because <laughs> <laughs> she just started screaming when the scene came on. <laughs> you told me that she started screaming when oh. you watched the movie before I had seen it, and I knew that this was the scene that had made <laughs> yeah. her scream. So yeah, they also, they finished their rap, um, and then they, everybody cheers wildly. Um, and they just walk away without their boombox, which was another fun movie <laughs> detail. <laughs> they just left it there. I don't know where yeah. they went. That's how Rich Jughead is now, as a therapist. <laughs> yeah. He can just throw away boomboxes. <laughs> left and right. Um, let me cut back to the courthouse. The timeline in this is so weird. Um, and the judge is like, uh, yeah, I gotta follow the law and i appreciate your sentiment <laughs> but no reggie can evict uh pop tape yeah so everyone is outraged they're leaving this is the second time pop just like storms off yeah and he seems pissed and then later he's like no no you did your best and it's like why did you storm off then um but Reggie tries to talk to archie and he's like i'll talk to mr lodge if you put in a good word with veronica and Archie's like, Veronica's an adult woman that I can't, like, I don't have any influence over her. And then she just walks up, makes out with Archie, and then leaves. It was so with bad. With no words. Yeah. And Reggie For is so like, pissed. For so long. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie is pissed and says, Pops is history. <laughs> um, uh, so, that's what he was trying the, to the do, seething- the yeah. seething emotions in Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. All of the... You can see so, where they uh, got the uh, inspiration for the current Riverdale, you know. Yeah. All the yeah. Fraught, um, sexual tension and the uh, <laughs> hot, Man, hot I wish that actors. show... I wish that show was a remake of this movie. Fuck yeah. So, now we're at Pop Tates and we see him and Archie talking. And this is where Pops is like... I'm proud of you, Archie. Don't worry about me. Please, just go enjoy your reunion. I'd be crushed if you didn't have a fun time at your reunion because my livelihood was destroyed. <laughs> um, Which is just a weird thing. <laughs> I don't know. And then they're at a carnival, 
Oh, Which I God. guess the reunion rented this whole fair. I don't know. It's um, a wild reunion. Yeah, because Mr. Weatherby's announcing like <laughs> all of the rides are the price they were 15 years ago. Um, oh. <laughs> so it's cool. just the reunion carnival. And Jughead prices, and his maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead and his kids are best friends now. <laughs> um, but he's still avoiding Ethel. Uh-huh. They have some more gags about how ugly she is. They ride some rides. And then there's this weird competitive bumper car sport that happens. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is another case where, like, I ran to the restroom, I came back. <laughs> I promised that I did watch this movie. I wasn't constantly out of it. But the movie's so disjointed that every single time I did have oh, yeah. to run out of the room and came back, I was like, okay, why is this happening? And so I rewound, yeah. we re- rewound to see, like, why are they doing a bumper car thing now? And I rewound to find there's no reason. There's no, no reason. They just said, now They're for a little bit it. of fun, Archie and his buddies are going to play bumper cars. It's like, okay, yeah. I guess. Sure. Uh, and I don't know what this sport is. They have, like, they're all on bumper cars, and they have brooms, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, bouncy balls on yeah. the track. So, I don't yeah, it's, know. Like, it's a, like, like a bumper balls. car polo. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's like the two goals. There's like a million little rubber balls on the track, and they're just zooming around, whacking them with brooms. Yeah. And this scene, I'm thinking about it. Like, there's literally no reason for this scene to have been in here. <laughs> like, I don't think no. it furthers or like contributes or well, adds an element or something. Yeah. Like, so it just builds on the tension of like, oh, Betty and Veronica like Archie, and oh, Reggie and Bob are mad about that. I and- guess that's it. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, I think Archie is like, they hit him so hard, he goes through the goal, and they're all like, stop the game! And they all run to make sure Archie's okay. Like, why wouldn't he be okay? Yeah. So, like, bouncy balls. And he's got a helmet yeah, on, well, he's but, uh, strapped in. <laughs> and yet, apparently, he has whiplash so oh, yeah. bad that he can't move when. Yeah. Uh,. I mean, to that, like, Moose comes in and, and, you know, saves the day with his chiropractic (laughs) skills, but it seems like they shouldn't be doing anything to him on the scene if he's injured that badly. Also, a chiropractor is not an EMT. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They, like, pull him out of this car and Moose comes up with his hands like he's going to crack his neck and Archie's like, no, no! (laughs) And then he cracks it and everyone's like, ah! Yeah. But then he's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're all leaving, and doesn't Veronica say she's going to come over later? I think so. And then Miss Grundy stops Jughead, and she's yeah. like, Ethel wants to talk to you, and he just runs in horror. <laughs> um, Mr. Weatherby again confirms that they will all be playing at the concert tonight. Mm-hmm. And we have another argument between Betty and Bob about how he hit Archie, um, <laughs> and he, <laughs> Betty's like, you're being too aggressive, and he was like, well, he lost his case. Like, what? Dude? I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? In this town, in this town, if you lose your case, you get hit with a bumper car. <laughs> yeah. That's the way we do it around here. It's in the city, if you lose a case, you get run right the hell off the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they, um, they're not having a good time. No, Archie, 
Archie is at his motel where Veronica said she would meet him later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he hears a knock. He's like practicing his speech, I think, about I have a fiance. Um, oh, when yeah. he hears a knock on the door. It's not Veronica, though. It's Betty looking mm-hmm. all hot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I brought you my latest story to read. He starts reading it and it's like smut story. <laughs> yeah, she just wrote But again, porn. he reads like two lines and it's like, <gasps> this like, <laughs> yeah. this, this shit must get hot really fast. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, the next word after he did not read was just like, <laughs> his dog was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her um, boobs were out and everything. <laughs> She brings up the night of the storm again, and she's like, I'm going after what I want now. And then she just starts like undoing her top and turns the shower on. Um, and he's like, Uh yes, I'll be there in a minute. And then there's another knock on the door, and he just goes to open it, and it's Veronica who just walks in. Mm -hmm. Um Well, but also she says, Oh, so the shower's going, and she's like How did you know this is one of my fantasies? And this is wrong in many ways. Number one, like, obviously, he, like, I would not assume if I walked into a hotel and the shower is running already that that person had gotten it ready for me so we could go have sex in the shower. Like, I would be like, oh, you were about to take a shower. So that's number one. Number two, she has had, like, 13 fiancés. There's no way... That she hasn't like had this very tame, <laughs> yeah. not even a fantasy, like like a normal sexual act happen. And number three, sex in the shower sucks. <laughs> it's Especially terrible. A motel shower. Mm, yeah. Definitely. I also too. I think for the second point that her fantasy was specifically. Archie sex in shower. <laughs> like, that was what I figured is what she You're meant. saying that that's what she puts into Google. She puts Archie <laughs> sex in shower when she, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Betty can write a book about that. There we go. Um, so Narrow he. <laughs> that would be great if, if Archie was like, Betty, <laughs> this is erotic fan fiction about me and Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What well, a twist! <laughs> you write what you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's her character. So he locks <laughs> Veronica in the closet. Then yeah, um, real cool move on his part. <laughs> so I think what he opened the closet door to be like, no, no, I'm steaming my suit for later. Oh no! And then she's like, "Oh, what are you gonna wear?" And so she goes to the closet, and then he just lock, like, slams the door and holds it shut. It's because Betty, Betty pops, pops out, out. Yeah. And then she's like, "Where, where are you going?" Or like, "Where are you? Why aren't you getting in the shower?" And he's like, "No, no, I'll be right there." And then Veronica's like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> Quite <laughs> reasonably, yeah. yeah, I can hear you through the <laughs> yeah. closet, Archie. <laughs> He's like, "I fell I'm against not the, in the door. shower," and she's like, "And stayed <laughs> falling against it, I yeah. guess, <laughs> and held it shut." Yeah. And then there's yet another knock on the door. So this time, Archie closes the door and pushes the TV against the closet door, <laughs> trapping Veronica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. (laughs) 
And then he opens the door and Pam is there. And in the smartest thing he's done yet, he just throws her in the car and drives away. But trapping, <laughs> leaving Veronica trapped in a closet <laughs> in a motel. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, where are we going, Archie? And he goes, Mexico, baby. <laughs> yeah. So then Betty comes out of the bathroom because she's like, where's Archie? And I want to point out that she's like got a towel on, but she's still wearing her pantyhose and shoes. <laughs> like, Did not catch what that. What were you doing there, Betty? Yeah. So she hears Veronica knocking on the closet door and lets her out. And they're both like, what the fuck? <laughs> And they're like, I think we need to talk. Yeah. Also, Archie needs to talk about not locking people in closets <laughs> and leaving them. So then we cut to Archie driving around with Pam. Uh, he apologizes for not calling more, because in the beginning, it was established he was supposed to call three times a day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't think we've seen him call since that one time, because just constant seduction. <laughs> So he's like, oh, I've just got so many friends here. And Reggie drives by and yells, I hate you. <laughs> drives off. God, that's, my that's pretty good. That was actually really good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, isn't it, they're driving, right? And he like pulls up alongside and shouts yeah. at them and then pulls ahead. And yeah. yeah. I want to do that to someone now. Um, so they're at Pop Tate's. Archie's telling Pam about this whole weird trial, and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. He can go somewhere else, though, right? And Archie's like, Not the same. You don't get it. Um, and then Jughead and Jordan show up, and they're like, Betty and Veronica are looking for you. And he's like, This is my fiance, Pam. <laughs> and then. Jughead's like, we're gonna go meet Big Ethel. I've decided to conquer my fear of women. So then we get the Big Ethel scene. Is there, like, Just- a side novel, like, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, of what Jughead and Jordan are doing during this movie? Because <laughs> they've so. got, like, their own side plot going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I've decided to go see Ethel and conquer my fears. <laughs> when did they decide that? <laughs> exactly. What was that scene? Like, the last scene Jughead was in, he ran when Miss Grundy brought up Big Ethel. Yeah. So, Jughead knocks at a door, he's there with, uh, Jordan, and Ethel's mom answers, and she's goofy looking. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got, like, dumb glasses on or Big something. Big hair, I think. And she's like, oh, Jughead, Ethel will be overjoyed to see you. Um, and then Jughead has another moment where he's like, oh, I could run, and she's taking a long time. This kid makes him stay, and then, oh my god, Ethel's an incredibly hot babe in a bikini. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> she also, like, feels weirdly flir- flirtatious with the kid. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, not in the way that, like, I think it's, I think the problem is, like, you know, people say to the kids, like, oh, what a handsome boy all the time, like, stuff like that. But because we know how, like, <laughs> horny this kid right. is, yeah. and, like, the way he reacts, it's very weird. But also, obvious, yes, the whole moral of the story is, like, Oh, it's okay now because Ethel's hot. Like <laughs> right. the yeah. one thing that was keeping me away from her was her, her hideous looks. appearance. Yeah. yeah, and now I lust after her. Yeah. So we like, get she calls. Uh, she's like, "Oh, you must be Jughead Junior," and he's like, "A oh, yes, ma'am." <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> um, and then she's like, "I was just about to get in the hot tub. Want to join me?" And then they just stampede through the house. I guess where they strip down to their underwear and get in the hot tub. Some father, son. And 
and Hot father, time. <laughs> father and son, yeah, ogle her together. Yeah, it's what very I didn't, strange. What I didn't like is how on board with uh, Jordan's like outright horniness <laughs> Jughead is. He's just like he's yeah. a lad, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Um, so then we cut to Archie and Pam are, like, parked somewhere talking, mm-hmm. and then she she's sitting on a bottle, and so she pulls it out to throw it out of the car, and Archie's like, wait, I was saving that! <laughs> um, and then she's like, you were saving that this old bottle? That was Chekhov's bottle there. <laughs> yeah. And then they get into a big fight about how she doesn't understand his values. She does have, like... I will say, I, I was kind of, like, annoyed, because she does have, like, no respect for any of the things he may, like, holds important. because well, they had to make her a, an evil villain, yeah, so no, we could like, be fine with definitely. her. But yeah, just needed to so, stand up from a boy Archie for a hot second. Yeah, she's like, I don't care about anything you hold dear, and then <laughs> she decides she wants to meet Betty and Veronica, so she'll come to the party. Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, are you sure? So we cut to the party. Jughead is dancing. Uh, There's another fun goof about how ugly Ethel used to be. Oh, God. Where Archie's like, no, it's Ethel, run, hide. And then they're like, no, it's okay, she's hot now. Doesn't listen to Jughead And then she goes to dance with the children. And, oh, yeah, Jughead tells us that Ethel is an international model now. (laughs) So, yeah. So all's well that ends well. Yeah. Uh, they, what yeah. does he say? He's like, she was in an awkward phase when we knew her. Yes. Which is such she a She was going through sentence. an awkward phase. So it's Jughead, Archie, and Pam. And then I think Jughead goes to dance with Ethel when Betty and Veronica come up and they both say, we're both in love with you, but you have to make a choice. <laughs> Immediately. No introductions. Yeah. Which, is, which is weird, because at this point, like... Archie and Pam haven't broken up yet. No. So it seems, I mean, look, this should have, this is a conversation that should have happened long ago. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But now seems like a weird time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pam is like, what the fuck? What, what is happening? And then while <laughs> she's trying to talk to Archie, Mr. Weatherby is like, hey kids, time for you to perform. And, um, Archie's kind of resistant, and then Mr. Weatherby's like, I just got you out of a hot spot, didn't I? And then he's like, I guess so. Real real weird energy, yeah. And then Betty and Veronica are both just like, yeah, we did say we would perform, so I guess we will. Um, So they go up on stage to perform. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Pam and Bob run into each other, um, and there's some weird introduction there. (laughs) No, well, as the two villain partners, they immediately have an attraction to one another, of course. Because they both share I think their bafflement at what's going for on. Small town values. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I fantasize that. I mean, like, there's an implication later on that they like run off together. You know, oh, yeah. um, and I fantasize that you know that they're you know uh, in one of their high class uh, New York apartments together. That's all you know, floor to ceiling windows, yes. like having just had sex, and they're like. Thank God we got out of that town. What <laughs> the hell was? Town. What the hell? Like, why was everyone so obsessed with Archie in that town? And that fucking chocolate like that shop, guy. man. Whoa. Yeah. Did I tell you how my fiance had this old fucking bottle in the car he wanted to keep? <laughs> he said he, he found it at the junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He just goes um, there sometimes, I guess. <laughs> to pick up more garbage. <laughs> um, so the gang is mostly on stage, and then Reggie runs up, and he's like, not going to start without me, mm-hmm. which completes the traditional Archie setup. And they are in their, their original... Um, instruments i guess yeah which yeah. i appreciated I betty's on the tambourine <laughs> yeah and so they they start performing i don't know if it was just the video i had the audio was very weird and quiet for this music <laughs> it kind of was yeah i mean perhaps uh look i this this actor i don't like him in this role i think he's unlikable in this role i looked at his uh he's got a lot of credits i'm sure he's good in other things but um <laughs> He's just not. He does not have a good singing voice. For, so maybe they turned the volume way down <laughs> yeah. to cover for the fact Let the music that he's cover not good. it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're performing. Um, Pam and Bob are in the audience, not impressed by this band at all. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Weatherby bursts onto the stage and announces to everyone that Pop Tate won't move, and the bulldozers are going to drive right over him. Yeah. The entire room empties instantly. (laughs) He super buries the lead on it, though, because he just runs up and he says, Pop Tate won't move, and just stares at them for like five to ten seconds. (laughs) And then he's like, the bulldozers are going to go right over him. (laughs) Meanwhile, Pop Tate's getting like run over. Yeah. So, I also like how, like, everybody runs from the room, mm, and then sort of Pam and Bob are just <laughs> kind of like, oh, okay, I guess we're going now, <laughs> like, and slowly filtering out. Doesn't Reggie, like, quietly sneak away in the other direction, Oh, yeah, too? he, like, puts his guitar back and yeah. slinks off. So, indeed, Pop is standing in front of the shop, and there's, like, four bulldozers parked around him. <laughs> um, Which, like, are they just gonna bulldoze the chocolate shop like isn't it attached to other buildings i don't know i don't know yeah i thought they were Um, just gonna renovate it but no (laughs) yeah they're gonna expand the gym not like raise the entire building yeah um mr lodge is parked nearby watching meanwhile the driver of the limo gives archie a package that he says is from miss lodge um so archie like you know he runs up to pop he accepts this weird package, mm-hmm. and then then the cops show up after the entire school shows up. Yeah. Um. Then the cops get there, and Archie links arms with Pop, and he's like, "You'll have to arrest me too." And then everyone in the town links arms. Mm-hmm. Bob tries to pull Betty away, and she's like, "You're a bully. Get out of my life." <laughs> so they're broken up now, I guess. I guess so. Mm-hmm. And then Pam tells Archie that demonstrations are out. And he needs to stop. <laughs> that was such yeah, a that was... wild line. <laughs> yeah, that is like 100% 1990, like, <laughs> bad, evil, yuppie <laughs> girlfriend line, you know? <laughs> like, they loved those evil yuppies in 1990, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was the only problem we had, apparently, in America, <laughs> yeah. was yuppies. Oh, those, oh, those yuppies. days. Uh. Um, now they're different he says, people. No, <laughs> she's like, I've put up with a lot for you today. You're pushing me, <laughs> and he's so like, much. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still not going anywhere. And then the cops just all take their nightsticks and like raise them, <laughs> oh, like yeah. they're gonna start bashing everyone. And then we cut away. Um, Veronica fighting with her dad. He says it's none of her business. She says, I'll never talk to you again, and then throws all of her credit cards at him. Uh, and asks him to choose between her and his money. 
And then he calls off his crew. So. So I guess the gang did nothing except Veronica saved the day. I really, yeah. this is my third note. Um, yes. Because during that entire scene where Veronica and Hiram are having this really serious conversation um, about, like, not bulldozing people and beating them with nightsticks, you can hear very clearly and very loudly in the background pro- protesters shouting at the <laughs> cops. But it's like, it's not, the thing is, like, it's not just normal background fully. It's, like, very specific like, you're not going to bulldoze pops. You won't get past us. Like, it was, like, recorded for the best. It was just, like, that was the last, like, okay, this is too good. That's great. <laughs> yeah, so the limo driver shows up now and tells Mr. Lodge that Archie will be eliminated. <laughs> Mr. Lodge is like, what? I didn't want you to do that. And he's like, oh, it's just a bomb. <laughs> so Veronica, like, shrieks and runs off to save Archie. And then the limo driver is like, don't worry, it'll only go off with this remote. And he pulls this <laughs> giant remote out. Huge. It looks like one of those old phones that's like <laughs> eight inches tall. Mm-hmm. So him and Mr. Lodge start wrestling for the remote. Well, that's the thing. Like, Mr. Lodge is like, well, then give it to me. <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the chauffeur at this point, I guess, has a taste for blood. He's like, no, no, my fiendish design must be realized. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, I don't think I want to. Yeah. This, that was he's my gone fifth mad. and final note there. <laughs> he's evil. Yeah. yeah. That Hiram Tenchman turns Veronica evil. runs out. <laughs> runs out to um, get the bomb. All the gang are cheering and celebrating. Um, she Archie's like, oh yeah, thanks for the gift. And she's like, no, it's a bomb. <laughs> and then he just <laughs> runs around for a while that's like, it's a bomb? A bomb? It's a bomb? And, and throws it at Reggie's gym. <laughs> which... Yeah was already destroyed today, or yesterday, by Archie crashing a car into it, right? I feel so bad for Reggie in this movie. I mean, like, he's not a nice guy, but does he deserve to have his business blown up? It's rough, too, because Archie also, like, Reggie walks up right as the crowd is clearing, and Archie's like, a bomb, a bomb! And Reggie, like, doesn't quite get it, I guess. So Archie, yeah. like, throws the bomb into the building and then runs behind a car and pulls Reggie down. And he's like, a bomb? I don't believe you. This is just a hoax. And he stands up, and then the bomb <laughs> goes off. So he's just, like, he's like 20 <laughs> feet away from this enormous explosion yeah. that also destroys he his business. To, he has to see his business <laughs> exactly. blow up. And his but eyebrows like- are gone. <laughs> but Pops isn't harmed by this bomb at all. Exactly. Because yeah. they're in it the next day. Yep. So. Have, it's all that lead paint. Yeah. <laughs> so we get the next morning now. Archie pulls up to the motel where Pam is packing up. And they have like a formal breakup scene mm-hmm. where he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't want this to happen like this. And she's like, whatever, it's fine. And then Bob comes out of her motel room. Making mm-hmm. her the villain formally for cheating. Yeah. What a heartless bitch. Um, Archie clearly is the moral high ground now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the uh, picture Archie of goes morality. <laughs> yeah. All of my cheating was emotional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never actually betrayed her. No. <laughs> uh, Archie then goes to the bus stop to say goodbye to Jughead and Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's kind of awkward. Um, I feel like he's like 
trying to tell Jughead about how he's all alone now, and Jughead's like, well, we gotta go. Yeah. Um, and then he gets on the bus, and <laughs> then from the bus window, he's like, you're not alone, you have a... <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. We'll visit, and as the bus is pulling away, he's like, we'll visit, bye. Yeah. And then Archie goes to Pops. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting a malt, or I think he's like, keep the malts coming. <laughs> when Liquored Betty and Veronica there. show up, and they're like, you still didn't choose, Archie. You have to choose one of us. Mm. But they do say no matter what he decides, they won't be mad at him or each other. Yeah. And then Jughead and Jordan come back in. They're not going back to the city. And then they just sort of go through each person and talk about what they're going to do in the future. So Betty is going to stay in Riverdale as a romance novelist. There you go. She's discovered her calling. <laughs> mm-hmm. She put, took up the pen name E.L. James. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Veronica will also be staying in Riverdale to I, help her dad's business, <laughs> I, I think. I don't remember. Hey, she was uh, like, oh, I'm tired of jet setting. I mean, obviously yeah. she's just staying there because she wants Archie. But She does say something about Paris is full of tourists. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then Archie's like, I'll also stay. Also, Pam and I broke up. Um, And then Pop comes out and he's like, oh, I'll take a picture of all of you. And then Reggie slinks in. <laughs> And apologizes, and then, was it Jughead was like, what, I didn't hear that. And He's Pop like, is like, we all heard like, it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry my gym got in the way of your bomb, Archie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry I tried to do well for myself and expand. Yeah. I'm just a struggling business owner. <laughs> you bombed. <laughs> so Pop invites him into the picture. And then they all pose for a picture, um, finally all happy in their hometown forever. And yeah. then we end on a freeze frame the end. of them all smiling. Yeah, and this ending, honestly, to me, felt like this properly should have been a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> like, where like these people are cursed to live in this town forever, enacting old patterns, like almost having sex but never doing yeah. it. Like all the like it I just mean, arrested. You can just see you have to only add one end scene and you can just make it into like some Kubrick esque where it's just like you you know, the picture gets taken And then you see the picture and it pulls back and then it was on the wall for the last 80 years. Oh no. Like, that's all you have to do. And then it's a horror film. (laughs) Yeah. It was very strange. That would be a fun edit to make. Yeah, honestly, it wouldn't be hard. I mean, guys, this is one of my least favorite things in movies, honestly. (laughs) This, like, weird moral that, like, I feel like it hit its peak around this time and maybe it was, maybe it's because, like, I don't know, like, the modern world got too modern, and so everyone, mm-hmm. like, wanted to retreat. But, like, this like this thing where it, the answer to all life's problems is to go back to your hometown right. or realize you don't need to leave your hometown, and such a bad moral, and such a, like, essentially, like, weirdly conservative moral, too. Like, uh uh, my my girlfriend was watching and she's like, oh, Archie would totally be a Trump voter in this version oh, yeah. of Archie. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, he would. And like the only time something like this has ever worked for me is um, It's a Wonderful Life right. where he like has these big dreams, but he never leaves. But the point of that is not 
it's better to stay in a small town. It's that you can find value in your life, even if your life didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. I mean, it's like, I don't know. The whole thing, too, is it's like, I don't know, it's a very strange film because they're presenting this strange moral of never leaving your small town. And yet at the same time, they're constantly doing these very sexual jokes all over the place. Yeah. And it's just like a weird mixture of like aggression and being like kind (laughs) to your neighbor and like pay it forward. And I don't know. Yeah. The tone is all over. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, it's weird because it's like, it feels like they wanted to do like a 30 something style show about like disillusioned adults <laughs> but someone was like yeah but we have the rights to archie so can you make it that i also want to ask um did either of you two have the version of the movie where when you started it it was actually like taped off the tv so you have the intro to the film yeah, I had that did version. You got that, Megan Dan? Uh, did you get that? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the intro. I know at the end, like Bryant Gumble came on to talk about what was going to be on the Today Show. Yeah, yeah. The intro. Yeah, there was this weird intro. Please, Megan, yeah, take it. It was like, um, see all your favorite Archie characters like never before, <laughs> and they showed like a little sexy montage of like Betty like unbuttoning her top right. and Veronica and her like low cut dress. It, it was really like, I guess up. that was the target. Exactly. Like, it was all sex cells. Like, that's what it was playing up in that little teaser. It was like... It's like Archie plus sexy. It literally said, I think, like, doing the things they never do in the comics yeah. or something like <laughs> totally that. And I'm like, did. whoa, what am I about to get into? <laughs> Is this like well, one of also- those Skinamax films? <laughs> I mean, I feel like those old Archie comics, like as G-rated as they were, were also like super horny though too. Because like, yeah, it's like the the women are done like as pinup art basically, and they're often in bikinis or whatever running around, and they present this weird fantasy. It's like, okay, bland human man, you can have <laughs> both the good girl and like the the like the fiery one, yeah. like yeah. the bad bad rich girl you know and it's like okay great also thanks. if that's not enough every other female you come across will be in love with you and it's <laughs> it's very toxic uh Forever. messaging yeah exactly it's so weird it's like archie coming up with archie comics like what's a fun comic we could make that everyone can relate to how about a teenage boy that all girls want to date <laughs> yeah Here's a universal. Here's the thing that uh, I don't know if you know, Dan, but you, you were mentioning how the older comics were especially horny. Um, but <laughs> I've talked about it before on our show that Harry Lucy, one of the artists for Archie, would actually draw Betty and Veronica and a lot of the female characters without their clothes on, like draw them naked and then draw on the clothes, which was his <laughs> process. I think he made the inker draw on the That's, clothes. There it is. Like, I think he just drew them naked, and then the inkers were like, God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what a power move. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And every issue, is, he's like, you messed with my vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, that's great. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> So, do we want to do a final judgment on this show? 
Do you mind, Dan, if we borrow the Flophouse judgment style? No, that's fine. Would you do the honor of presenting the options? Is it a good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, or a movie you kind of liked? Um, um, please go first, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll say, I think it's a good, bad movie. I don't, I mean, it is... No, uh, I agree, I, yeah. So many, I, I, well, like, part of it is, though, I think that you have to have so much context to appreciate it yeah. in a way. <laughs> like, a lot of the stuff I enjoy as good, bad, I could see someone who is, like, more of a casual viewer of, like pop culture mm-hmm. not seeing why i'm enjoying it at all <laughs> because i feel like you have to have like a certain you have to understand a certain amount of the original archie comics to see how bizarre this is <laughs> and you also have to like have kind of a context for what television was like when this was on the air right. to like also appreciate the weird ways yeah. it intersects with that but anyway it's so weird like it made me angry a lot of the time because i didn't <laughs> like the main character at all but it's i have no idea who this was made for and that's what's fun about it (laughs) those archie fans that wanted to see sex yeah yeah i guess so yeah it's for the archie horny archie fans out there (laughs) i don't know if there were any characters i did like um in this movie yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I liked I, Betty and Veronica, but they didn't really get much agency of their own. They, they were, were just such fighting non-characters. over. Right, yeah. That's the problem. They're just like we want Archie only. Yeah, but well, Pam I, had some good I energy. would say, <laughs> yeah, I actually did like Pam. Except for that she whole wanted to keep the old bottle. Thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just twisted her into such a villain at the yeah. end. There, they were like, <laughs> "Look, she hates pops and slept with this guy." <laughs> um. I would say it was a good bad movie. I had a lot of fun watching yeah. it. Definitely with some beers. My wife was traumatized by it, which was great. <laughs> and now I can just play this little rap video whenever. <laughs> nice. It's a lot of fun. And I did have some fun reminiscing over, I don't know, 90s movies. Like that rap yeah. scene came on and I was like, oh yeah, this was a thing they did a lot. Yeah. It has that good 90s energy movie. I'm going to go with Good Bad, too. Um, just because I watched it alone. Um, my girlfriend was finishing her shift at work, and I would gotten off before she did. So I sat in our bedroom uh, and drank a beer and watched this. That's <laughs> <laughs> That sounds really sad. No, it was super fun, Megan. Um, don't worry. <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah, no, it was just a really good, bad movie. And... Um, I went to work the next day and I told everyone that I'd watched one of the best bad movies I'd ever seen. <laughs> um, and yeah, I got to tell them that Jughead did a rap and they all enjoyed that. <laughs> See, I tried to tell my coworker about it and she was like, boy, you find the weirdest movies, don't you, Megan? And I was like, hey. I benefit from working <laughs> in a comic good. book store, yeah. All right. So three good bads. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Dan, for joining yeah. us. Yeah. It Thank was you. Great to have you on the podcast. As we mentioned, um, you can find Dan on the Flophouse. Where else can uh, people find you, Dan? Uh, yeah, flophousepodcast.com is our website, although <laughs> we just migrated servers, so a lot of the old links are broken. <laughs> uh, they're still, that you can get, it on, get us on iTunes. Look us up on iTunes and, and get it that way, I yeah. guess. And, um, I'm Dan K. McCoy on Twitter. You can find the Twitter that uh, Judge John Hodgman ruled officially 
in our network's bonus content was funny and Elliot couldn't uh, make fun of it. Very good. See, I always read your Twitter handle as Dank McCoy. There's no other way to read it. I find yeah. I I've come to terms with it. You know, <laughs> you've accepted your I was like, your yeah, dankness. he's real dank. I've nice. en- I've endeavored to become more dank. There we go. Be worthy <laughs> well, of it. Then I'd say you're a pretty dank guest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Well, that movie is just what a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah, very wild ride. And if you want to have so, an even wilder ride when you're playing along at home, we created a drinking game that goes along with this very movie. You can find it on our Instagram and our Twitter mm-hmm. and our Facebook group, which of course is going to be at Riverdale High AV for Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram. Facebook group is Riverdale High AV Club. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see if you enjoyed the drinking game, yeah. enjoyed the movie, enjoyed our recap with yes. Dan. And thank you again to Dan for joining Big us. thanks to Dan. It was such a blast. Such a great guest. Yes. Yeah. And um, also, we just want to say, drink responsibly. Yes. Always drink legally, safely, and hydrate. Yes, definitely hydrate. Um, but on that note, before we get too parenty uh, to our listeners here. <laughs> <laughs> Party! Woo! <laughs> wait, wait, I toned it back. Oh, is that you toning back the parenting? I counteracted the parentiness. <laughs> By being a crazy kid. Yeah, party gotcha. kid. Well, yes. I think now that we're both a uh, couple wild and crazy party kids, we can just mm-hmm. kind of leave everyone uh, to it here. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in and watching at the Floplet Shop with As us. As always, it has been a blast to have you along on this crazy ride with us. In this blast to the past. Mm, nice one. Uh. Um, and, of course, I think the only thing we didn't mention in this last little bit here is our website. That's rhsabclub.com. Yes. Just tell a friend about the show. Tell them about this episode. Tell them about this crazy uh, Archie movie that you just found out about. And watch it. It's so uh, worth please it. Please watch it, guys. It's so worth it. And, yeah, I think on that note, we can just say that this has been The Floplet Shop. I've been your soda jerk, Ezra. And I've been your soda drinker, Megan. And we will see you at high school. Oh, you were styling too, my man. Oh, did you see that move I busted? Oh, I was grooving. Wasn't I grooving?